Welcome back to Rural Queensland today. Our guest this morning is Deb Frecklington. Deb, can we talk about and and, and the hospitals, the Kingaroy Hospital? It, it is a fundamentally big issue that we've got a hospital that can't be manned. It's made the newspapers. There's leaks. There's cracks. Now this was rushed through and and paraded around with big hoopla. Yet when we come to the crunch, it just doesn't seem to cut the mustard. Yeah, look, and I will continue to talk about this issue because the Premier can throw it back in my face every day of the week, which she does in the Parliament, about saying she's built this shiny new hospital in Kingaroy. I've said, yes, we are thankful for the new building, but what I want to see is better and improved services in that new building. First of all, I want a building that doesn't flood. It keeps flooding every time we just get a a minor rainfall and it hasn't been fixed. There's allegations about hot water pipes haven't been installed correctly. So we've got the building issue. But what the main concern for me is, if you are sick and you turn up to the Kingaroy Hospital, you deserve to have the services that anyone else gets, just general services. But then what I would say is that the nurses and the doctors are the ones that are screaming out for help. They are screaming out for more services um, sorry, more nurses to be to be installed in that hospital because the nurses that we have are just at their wit's end. I mean, they're doing throwing double shifts. We've got a heap of agency nurses in there. We want more support for our, <clears throat> our health providers. And when a patient turns up, they deserve to be seen within clinically recommended times. Yeah, well... They don't seem to want to change it, though. This is the drama. It's now it's now getting to critical levels. We can't get nurses there. Yeah, but <clears throat> that's exactly right. And, and that comes from the fact that the government has done nothing to support regional nurses or give a leg up to any of these students coming through to make sure that they do concentrate and start their career out in regional Queensland. I mean, we need experienced nurses, and when our experienced nurses are coming to my office and telling me that the system is completely broken and they cannot, for their own livelihood, stay working there. We've got a real issue and the system is broken. So it's bigger than just the Kingroy Hospital. It's the whole Queensland health system. I mean, they announced free... The Premier went out to try to get a good headline after what can only be said a disastrous Labor primary vote in Queensland to offer free flu shots. That is fine... But there was no communication to our local pharmacists or our local doctors about who and how that is going to help to work. There was no communication with the medical association at all, and that's now been proven. I had my local pharmacist contact me yesterday, the Kingroy pharmacist, saying there was a line out the door. They didn't even know about the announcement, and they were trying to explain to elderly people that wasn't elderly because it was a lineup of people saying they didn't understand what the government was talking about, about free flu shots, because they hadn't been given any paperwork on that. It was just a knee-jerk reaction. So if you're going to run the health system like that, no wonder it's broken. Yeah. Can I ask you, um, you know, when we talk about all these issues, the flu shot now, it, it seems to me that the government at the moment are using fear to rule. And correct me if I'm wrong. We understand the global pandemic and COVID, but it was by no means, look, there's been lives lost, but the hysteria around it probably didn't warrant some of the action, although we did a a job. But then we've now got this flu 
Then we've got this smallpox that's coming in. It just seems anything that the government can use to generate a little bit of fear, to try and get us all, oh, and they're using that and it's shielding away the fundamental problems that we're going backwards financially as a state. Yep, you've hit the nail on the head. And what I what I would say about this knee-jerk correction to the flu shot, we get, you know, influenza and the flu happens every year. The government should be prepared for it. If they want to give free flu shots on our taxpayers' money, that's fine, but don't botch the rollout. Do it properly. Uh, what what the, this government is expert at is finding an issue, scaring their scaring everyone, and then coming in and saying that they've, they've saved us and kept us safe. People of Queensland are smarter than that. They're starting to see through it, and you know, I for one can't wait until the day that we see the end of this Palaszczuk government. Yeah, I mean, it's just a point of it, it is just a point where they've got to now, where they are literally scaremongering us every single day. That's correct, and they're using social media. Uh, I had someone, you know, say to me the other day, "Oh no, it's true. I read it on Facebook or YouTube or something." And that's the concern. We need to get the right message out. We need to you know, respect our citizens and make sure that the people of Queensland actually know what's going on in their backyard and not, you know, not um, be led around by, you know, this fake news that is going on. And a lot of it is coming directly out of the Premier's social media. Yeah, you know, I'm I'm really concerned for our state. Um, Deb Frickington, it's always a great pleasure to talk to you. Just quickly before I go... Um, you know, the inland rail looks like it's going to be scrapped. And I understand this has been something from a federal perspective and ARTC botched it. But we need a solution because the government don't put the, – the government aren't putting money into the roads, right? So we need a solution. We don't need it going over prime agricultural land. It just doesn't need to happen that way. What, what, what in your view, do you think would work? Do we try and look for a different route? Because – you know, from an economy perspective, a rail from Melbourne to, to the port of Brisbane, phenomenal. It's just not phenomenal when it goes over prime agricultural land and destroys uh, farming opportunities. Yeah, look, we've got to get the route right without a doubt and, and we need to make sure, uh, you know, Australia is a big, vast country, uh, but I would say we must and we have to go forward with these major infrastructure projects. If Australia wants to continue to be a first world country, leading agricultural country, we need the opportunity to get our produce to market. Whether that's into Gladstone or into Brisbane, wherever it is, this inland rail has to happen into the future. It's just like our big water projects. We've got to get our freight off our roads and onto rail. We've got to get our water into dams and then onto the paddocks. I mean, these are major infrastructure projects that whilst there may be pain and it's, you know, we need to make sure the route is right, I will agree with that and I'm not going to get into that argument. But what I would say is if in our generation we do not get, get behind that inland you know, freight route, um, then we're not helping the next generation. Queensland, not just Queensland, Australia has to go ahead with these major infrastructure projects so we can remain a first world country. Yeah, well said. Appreciate your time. Thanks so much for being with us this morning. No worries, Dobbo. Deb Frecklington, Rural Queensland today.